Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following podcast may contain some strong language and adult themes. If you've got young children around, maybe save it until they've gone to bed. If you really don't like bad words, this pod probably isn't for you. Welcome to the Making Up the Numbers podcast. The Making Up the Numbers podcast is sponsored by Hope Technology, JTEC Suspension, Revolution Bike Park, Ride Southern Spain, Schwalbe, on the world's finest independent mountain bike magazine, Single Track. Previously on the Making Up the Numbers podcast. It was crazy because I just um, I just got a hospital. I just had some scans and went for the doctors. And, you know, that was probably the only moment where I was like, a friend of mine had to retire from rugby because of a neck injury and, and his vertebra had been displaced. And, um, you know, that that, uh, that was starting to go through my mind is, is how severe this injury is. Yep. And uh, I picked up my phone and I was like, I was the, the last 10 guys to come down. So I stopped watching. And uh, my fiance and, and Gaspari from Crank Brothers had, were down in the hospital with me, but you know, they're waiting on the benches. And I'm in this bed trying to hold my phone. And, <laughs> and then I like, I go get all excited and they come over like, what's going on? I was like, oh, I finished 10th overall, I'm protected for next season. <laughs> and they're like, well, you're not going to even think about maybe retiring. I was like, there's no way I'm 10th, I'm protected, it doesn't matter, things are good. <laughs> and it gave me a bit of, uh, bit of hope and excitement in the hospital. Being second is like, it can be hard, you know, especially I think behind your teammates. But I think he's younger and he really like appreciating every moment, every good moment. So for sure in my case, if I finish second behind him, I'm like, fuck it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm older, you know, we have, I'm five years old more than him. So yeah, yeah you have plenty of time to play with. For me, it's not the same, so... Fort William's a bit different to everything else on the World Cup circuit. Are you a fan of that track? 
no, <laughs> no, actually, I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I think that place is like, I felt like when I came home, I was like, man, I feel like I was out there at a race for six months after being there for three days. I was like, this place is <laughs> just like going to war. The computer tells you everything, but at the end of the day, you just take the fucking brakes off and go fast. That's pretty simple. Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 1 of the podcast. I'm George Thompson and you join me in a rather sunny Fort William for Round 2 of the British Cycling National Downhill Series, which is basically a mini World Cup. It's the only race here this year before Worlds in August and the pros have turned out in force. It's Friday evening and like many others we came up to try and ride today, but the gondola has been closed all day due to high winds at the top of the hill. Hopefully, they'll calm down tomorrow and Sunday, and we'll all get a great weekend's riding. Everyone is just coming back from track walk. I think it's the smoothest I've ever seen the track. But let's go and chat to a few people and see what they think. So, I'm roaming the car park, and the first person I've come across is Madison Saracen's Matt Walker. I should introduce you as 2020 World Cup overall champion, shouldn't I, Matt Walker? Maybe, but it's years ago now, isn't it? It's all in the past. <laughs> I just said in the intro that I think this is the smoothest I've ever seen this track. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. I mean, fair play. They've done a lot of work on the bottom half of the track. I've, I guess getting it ready for World Champs in August. And uh, yeah, I mean, so far, it looks like they've done a real good job. I think, to be honest, I would probably agree with you. It's definitely the smoothest I've seen it, at least for the bottom half. And it'd probably be... Uh, It'd probably be quite nice in a race run once you've rattled down the top bit to have a bit of smooth trail to get you to the finish. It'd be a bit of a nice change. But um, yeah, it looks really good up there, to be fair. They obviously spent the last couple of days, the track's been closed, so they've obviously swept it and brushed it. And it looks pretty much how it usually does at the start of a World Cup week, actually. I was saying that to the lads earlier. Usually when you come to a BDS, it's a bit more like rugged, weathered <laughs> over the winter, whatever. But it seems like they've swept it all off like they do for a World Cup. So they've prepared it pretty well. Um just want to get some tyres on it now. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's different for them to give us a bit of love. Like you say, we're used to coming up and just being massive holes after the winter everywhere. Yeah. So um, I've heard rumours that um, they're trying to shorten the track. That's what the brief the track builders have been given to try and get it down for the television coverage. Um, if they were to smooth it all out, how much do you think they could knock off? Or do you think they're going to try and get it down 45 seconds off it? Do you, how much do you think they're going to have to cut off the track? Well, they're going to have to cut a lot off if they want 45 seconds off it. They're going to have to straighten it up a lot. But I think where the track is currently, I don't think you could smooth it off enough to take 45 seconds no. off it, to be honest. Um, I think 45 seconds is pretty much off the start. Is nearly You're coming into the boardwalk at a minute, aren't you? Yeah, boardwalk's like a minute, so it's nearly the whole top section. So unless you started from there, yeah. that'd probably be the easiest way of doing it. But yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest, what the plans are at all. So um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see about that one. Now, if I remember rightly, you've got a bit of a mixed record here. Yeah, fairly mixed. Um, generally go pretty well there. Generally go pretty well here when I stay on or don't flat. To be fair, for the last few years, we've not had any problems with flats. Generally, it's pretty uh, it's pretty notorious for getting flat tyres here. But I'd say the last few years, we've not really struggled with that. It's just me staying on the thing. Um, but yeah, hopefully have a good weekend this weekend. What year was it when you were smashing everything? And you came in here 
And I think at the National, you had a massive crash and concussion. What year was that? Mm, that was uh, 2019, I think. I'd started the year, like you say, really strong. It was my second year in Elite, I think. And I maybe went to the f- first National and won, then went to an IXS, won that. And then first World Cup podium at Maribor. So I was just, yeah, looking back, just way overconfident. I mean, we've probably had this conversation in the we past, have, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, it kind of ended there and it was quite a big lesson for me really, just not to ride overconfidently when you don't really need to. I just needed to get through the weekend there and keep building through my season. But obviously at that age, you just it's the first time really when I was racing in elites where I thought I could challenge and I was confident. So I was just going with my instinct really. And yeah. it was quite a big lesson after that. So um, yeah, I think now I'm a bit older, I can kind of realise when I'm feeling like that and just try and manage my efforts a little bit and just try and go fast when it matters. How's your winter been? Been really good, mate, to be fair. I mean, obviously come off the back of an injury last year at Snowshoe. Um, it was pretty slow going for the rest of the year. Uh, got back on the bike probably October, November time, a little bit of trail riding and whatever. Um, it was my first proper like real big injury, should I say. Like I've done hands and wrists and stuff before, but that was a bit more complicated than that and it took a little bit of time to heal but um we're all good now like i said just it was probably the first time i'd had an off season where i started it by rehabbing stuff yeah rehabbing the injury um and then yeah back to normal training on the downhill bike that was probably i think we had the new bike in january so i did a few days in january and then just kind of built up steady from there but i was so rusty when i first got on the bike so it was trying to I was trying to work out for a long time whether it was me, whether it was, it was this new bike. And it's such a different feeling as well to what I've been so used to over the last seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, it took a, a bit to get used to. And I think even still now as I'm getting faster and getting more up to kind of close to race pace, the bike is still like, still kind of, I'm still learning it, if you know what yeah. I mean. It's still like changing and the setup's changing and we're still trying new bits and stuff. So... It's exciting, and I guess we're just. I'm just glad we had a little bit extra time before the first World Cup, really, just to build in and just not so much pressure on like kind of finding that perfect setup for the season and just being able to test and try some new stuff. So it's cool. And tell us about a bit about the design. What, what suspension design is it on the new bike? I don't know. I have to ask the designer <laughs> to be honest. You, but, uh, <laughs> you tried a few different designs, I believe. Did you? No, no, did no, you know? no, no. Didn't. No, we never tried anything else really. There was a few, like we tried a few different brake arms on the other bike to yeah. try and get different feelings from it. And we've tried different things on our the old platform. Like we made, uh, we did some different things with the shark and just to try and get different feelings from it really. Yeah. And then this bike has started as a project all about trying to get the brake arm fitted into the frame. And it just evolved from there really. Uh, it's been a project we've been working on for... 18 months now probably um and yeah as i say we've just got on the first kind of prototypes of it and it's been really positive i really don't know what to expect to be honest i've never been involved in the design process quite like this where it's been so from the drawing board um over the years we've always been evolving the bike but it's always been in little areas um so yeah to literally just scrap all that go back to the drawing board and go again it's been pretty refreshing for me and the team and it does feel like uh i've kind of moved bike manufacturer but just brought all my team with me which is pretty cool and uh yeah just it's i have to pinch myself a bit to kind of i'm in a quite privileged spot to go and design bikes and be involved in it as heavily as i am so um 
hopefully it's fast, but we'll see. World Cup champion, though. Well, yeah, there is that, but I don't really see it like that. I'm just a kid with dreams at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Hopes and dreams for 2023? Um, oh, I want to win. I've, I've won now. I've got that taste. I know what it's like, and I just want to be there as much as possible, really. Um, just, I was really gutted last year to finish the season how it did. It was probably shaping up to be one of my best, well, probably my best season to date with a win. Yeah. I didn't finish outside the top 10. I felt, uh, just felt really good in my riding in myself, felt confident and I felt like I was consistent for all different conditions, different tracks. Just finally getting my head around it, you know, it's taken yeah. a few years. Um, so I just want to kind of take off where, or pick up where I left off, so to speak, uh, with that and just be in the mix every week fighting for wins uh podiums and yeah i mean i'm i'm still i feel i don't feel like i'm quite there yet i'm still on the path if you know what i mean but as i say we've got, i've got time i'm just using every weekend at the moment as a as a building weekend going through the process so just yeah. so to speak and just uh building myself up slowly but feeling confident i think uh when it counts i'll be there were you surprised to win in Leo gang because i don't think there's a specific Matt Walker type of track is that but I, I don't know if I'd have put you down as winning your first World Cup in Leo Gang no to be honest no I don't especially Leo Gang I've, even as a junior never really liked it yeah. never really went that well there um, so I certainly didn't expect it to come that weekend but it's just one of them things It's you can't explain it it's just I was at the top warming up everything just kind of I could feel it kind of clicking in if you know what I mean I felt like I was in that headspace uh, I felt confident I made some quite bold choices with tires and stuff, and I was just in a good mindset to go for it. I had all my, you know, I'd practiced well, decent qualifying. I knew I was there or thereabouts, felt confident and went for it. So as I say, like all the kind of pieces just fell in to place, and it's not something that is easy to recreate. I, it's a recipe you don't know yeah. the, you know, the ingredients for necessarily. It's all about ticking boxes and hope you're ticking the right ones. And when it all when it all comes together, it just doesn't. Yeah, it's one of them elusive things about the sport that if I could, if it could be like that every week, it'd be easy, but it's not. That's it. I'm trying to find that again, really. Cool. Well, best of luck for this weekend and uh, best of luck for the season. Nice one. Thank you very much. Cheers. I'm now with Dorval Commonsales Monica Rasnik, who has just come down from track walk. How did you think uh, the track was looking? Yeah, uh, it's really good to be here, especially because we have World Champs this year. Um, the track looks really nice, so clean. Uh, they made a really nice job on her. So, um, yeah, on the top was really windy. So I hope tomorrow without wind. You had a pretty good season last year. Tell me a bit about it. Uh, yeah, last year the start wasn't the best, but the end was good. Yeah. Um, I finished uh, sixth overall and I made so some podiums. So, yeah. Generally, it was good. Yeah. Did you were you European champion as well? Oh yeah, and also I made it. Uh, yeah, I was a uh, European champion. Cool. And tell me a little bit about your winter. How's that gone? Uh, winter was uh, good. Uh, we have some snow. I ski. I hang out ha hang out with friends. Then I start to train uh, in the gym, uh, physical preparation, and ride the bikes. And yeah, uh, it was different because we start so late with the season this year but yeah it was good cool what are your hopes and aspirations for this season um i just want to have fun <laughs> <laughs> okay if you if you're having fun you're generally going fast aren't you 
Oh, yeah. Uh, if I have fun and uh, enjoy, um, it's always good and I can go faster. Yeah. And how are you using this weekend? Are you using it? Are you going to do a full... Are you going to be trying to get to get the win or are you just using it as a bit of preparation ahead of world champs and probably just going to roll down maybe at 95% or something? Yeah, you always, if you race, always want to win. So, <laughs> But now it's, uh, we came, I came because uh, it, I think it's really good training, um, especially for this long, long track. And um, this is it. Excellent. Well, have a great week and best of luck for the season. Yeah, thank you. Lou Williamson, how are we doing? Yeah, all right, thank you. Good to be here in Fort William. Excited for some uh, riding tomorrow. Excellent. So last time I saw you uh, was Riola, just how many weeks ago? Uh, that would have been, Two, what, it? three? Three weeks. Three weeks, I think, yeah. And you were the last man to go down in seeding, and I was stood at the top, and... About 30 seconds later, you came up pushing your bike with a really nasty cut to your hand. How's it doing? Uh, yeah, it's all right now. Kind of just uh, blends in pretty well. So it's, it's healed up nice. There's a bit of a lump there. But thankfully, it's not kind of the bit that you you grip onto the, the bars with. So it's not too bad. I think this is probably the smoothest I've ever seen this track here. What are you thinking? I'd say the same. Yeah, they've they've done a lot of work on it, like, even gone as far as um, like blowing the gravel off with a leaf blower, um, so it should be grippy. And they've filled loads in. Like last year, it was savage before the national, and then they they did some bits before the World Cup. But yeah, I'd say I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your setup this year. Um, so we've got um, some great sponsors on board. They're pretty much what you choose to use um you know we're on fox suspension dt swiss wheels um crank brothers rental cockpits so yeah we've got some some great sponsors on board um schwalby tires better not forget any <laughs> i'm crafted with the kit but um anyway frames we've not got a frame sponsor so that's basically open to i can choose what i want to run um wow and what I can get hold of, really, which yeah. has, has been difficult. Um, I was hoping to end up on a Commentel V5 this season, but that's meant to arrive about a week before the first World Cup, I think. So, um, yeah, getting hold of a, a good downhill bike isn't actually so easy at the moment, but hopefully I'll get something sorted. This is a little bit crazy, really, because you won this series last year, didn't you? And you're struggling to get hold of a frame. Yeah, well... I don't know. I, I don't think there's like massive emphasis put on the on the national series, um, but it's just just the position I've ended up in. Um, it's nice to have some flexibility to ride what you want, but obviously there's a there's a cost to doing that. Um, so yeah, that's that's just how it is. And tell me a little bit about what you've been doing in the off season because you're working full time now is that right yeah um i've ended up on a building site working as a laborer full time um, i think i think that's the, like the downhillers journey isn't it it's like a rite of passage you all have to do that at some stage i think pretty much either either you've got a, a quick path to success someone picks you up and and pays for you to travel the world or you've got to go go do some graft because that's the thing i guess a lot of us riders we've not 
not gone to say uni and got an, an amazing qualification to do something special or or even got the time to pick up a good job so we just end up that's something that's easy to easy to get into some sort of manual labor yeah and uh, easy to quite flexible as well i imagine i guess so yeah i mean i've been been working full-time i'm hoping they'll they'll be pretty flexible with stuff yeah so what's the plan for this season are you doing all the world cups is that is that the plan uh i don't know whether there is a plan to be honest just just go with it try and enjoy myself a bit more this year and see what races we end up at like I guess it depends on how far the budget stretches and also um, kind of how the results are too. Any hopes or aspirations? Uh, Not in particular. I mean, there's definitely more of a focus for me on the World Cups this year. I felt like last year I ticked that that national um, overall off. So, yeah, I'm probably using them as more of kind of part of the process and then hoping to to do a bit better at the World Cups this year. Cool. Well, look, best of luck for this weekend and best of luck for the season. Thank you very much. Good to speak to you. Andreas Kolb, no English? Nah, only German. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're on dodgy ground then because unfortunately I don't speak a word of German. Very sorry about that. 2022, what a a season. Yeah, it was amazing last year. Hopefully I will be capable to do the same this year. But yeah, let's see. Maybe better. Tell me a little bit about your winter. How's that gone? Winter was really good, I think. Like, pretty good training. Went to Portugal a little bit, Italy, but pretty much stayed in Europe. And yeah, had a had a really good winter. We we did a bit, uh, a few things on the bikes. It got a bit better. Got better on the physical side. So, should be good. actually, there's one thing I want to ask you about. You had a mammoth trip at the end of the season too, because we were trying to get you on the pod, weren't we? And uh, you had a mammoth trip to the states. Was it like surfing and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did holiday in Hawaii and California. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain about this. So, protection for 2023. It was on the press release from ESO, it was top five. Then on the last episode of the pod, either Emmy or Aaron said, might be down to top three now. You finished fourth in the overall. Yep. How are you feeling about that? Uh, not too good, of course. I mean... I was always for no protection at all because I think it would be fairer for, or like more fair for the whole, pretty much for everybody. Because if you're a consistent guy and you're good in quali, semi and finals, then you win the overall. And not if you get a flat tire in qualies and you miss every, every round, uh, the full weekend, or you get a flat tire in semis and you miss out on a lot of points. So yeah, I think top three is not enough. I think yeah. if there is protection, there should be more people, so it's a bit more fair, if you say more fair. Yeah, I think even if it's three or five, I no, think it's going to be enough. it's no. going to be very hard for anybody outside yeah. that to to win the overall. I think top ten is would be okay, but I think quality protected okay, but no protected in final or semifinals yeah. would be better. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that sounds like a, a well thought out response. And did you guys do the um, test event? Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it. I was a little bit ill last week, so it wasn't the best for me. But I think ESO is on a, it's like really open to us now. And they're open to course taping. They ask us, like, what do we want or what do we uh, think could be better? So, 
yeah, I think it should be good. Just Lords wasn't the best stop, I think, yeah. or not the best place to go to, especially when it's wet. And the dry it would have been really sick. Let's talk a little bit about pressure, because last year you had probably very little pressure on you, no expectation, but now you're a marked man, you're a top five guy, you're a podium, a really strong podium guy. How Are you feeling the pressure coming into this year? Uh, it's, it still sounds funny when someone says I'm a podium guy now, but I mean, definitely there is a little bit of pressure, but on the other side, I do race for my own, I'm not racing for someone else, and yeah, don't know. So when we were trying to get you on the podcast at the end of the season, just couldn't make those timelines align. Um, I know that Jack was really wanting to ask you one question, which was you were an IXS cup rider winner. Yeah. How I never won one. did you never win? Two one? second places. Okay. <laughs> you were a, a top IXS guy. You managed to make the jump from there to the world cup podium. How did you do that? How did I do that? That's a good question. I think the IXS Cup definitely helped, but it got a bit, I don't know, how, how would you say? They need more races. It's like, how much is it now? Three or four races this year. If Mario Boy is taking place four, I think. It's definitely not enough for upcoming riders. And now with the top 30 finals, it is a top 30, like top 60s. Yeah, yeah not really. Um, it makes it really hard for, for upcoming riders. Like, if there would be a top 30 since a few years already, I would probably be gone already and be a car mechanic again. So, don't know. I don't really, I don't really think it's a good way it is right now, but hopefully I heard they're going to work together with IXS. Right. They're going to make a second, like, like a Formula 2 series, hopefully, like a World Cup 2 series. And if this will happen, I think it, it will be good for upcoming riders, hopefully. Yeah. What are the, Actually, let me ask you about European champs, because you're, you're a European champion, is that right? Right now I am, yeah. Yep. And this year it's in France? Yeah. It's the Sadly. Sadly. <laughs> um, I've seen the track, it looks fantastic. It I, looks insane. Yeah. I haven't, it's the same weekend as we have a national here in Glencoe, and I've spoken mm -hmm. to my wife and I, I'm on that one, but I'd now like to go to France, but that's, you know, an extra week, mm. two kids. Can I negotiate that? I've not asked her yet. Rachel, if you're listening to this, um, I would really, really like to go to France. Um, oh, it's nice out there. Yeah. Bring the whole family. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so tell me a bit about what European Championships means to you. Uh, it, did, it did mean really much to me, but I don't know, since I got the title last year, I'm like, I'm fine with this. Yeah. I got it now, so I will not be there this year. All it's right, also, yeah. I think it's one week before Andorra, is it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. And I don't really want to race a week before a World Cup. Just like, take it easy, step back. And I'm happy to have, have the title now. That's it. And there's a, there's a bigger title to get. You're setting your sights high and that, that's, that's good. But how long have you been up in Fort William? Uh, we came here Monday. So we had two days of riding. We didn't ride too much because we were like, oh yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And now we had no riding today, but it was good. Some testing with the suspension. We got some new internals with Fox, so that was really good. I saw Charlie's video of him jumping into the pinball section. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Charlie's in, like the middle section. Charlie's insane. Yeah. I can't keep up. No chance. And uh, are you going hard this weekend, or are you just rolling down? Uh, it's always a hard one. I don't really know. It depends how I feel. If I 
if I can get into the mental game, like at a World Cup, I will definitely go hard. But if I struggle, then I will maybe step a little bit back. So let's see. If I feel it, I, I will go for it. Cool. Well, best of luck for the weekend. Pleasure chatting to you. And we'll get you on a, uh, we will get that date sorted and we'll get you on properly on a, the full episode. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you very much. Cheers. I am now with everyone's favorite Brazilian, Roger Vieira. How are we doing? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Andreas Kolbs just told me that you're the favourite this weekend here. Oh, that's, yeah, that, I'll take that. That's quite a lot coming from Kolb, so, but yeah, I don't think he's, yeah, he's right, but yeah, I'll take anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mr. Piron might have something to say about that, I would say. I've been one of the last three World Cups here. Yeah, not only him, we've got a few other goats here as well. Greg is here, we've got Lowry, we got Jordan that's coming yeah, from a really good start of the season. So, like Bruin is here as well. So, it's pretty much a World Cup. <laughs> so, you've had a real roller coaster of an off season. Tell us a bit about it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we all started with uh, my garage getting broken into. Uh, yeah. And then, obviously, I was sponsored by More Large and also worked at More Large. And, they just went into administration, so I lost my job and lost this whole support I had from all large, which it was massive. Uh, luckily, all my current sponsors that I had, I had a good relationship with them, so they carry on supporting me, like O'Neill, Kenda, Sunter, they all backing me up. Um, and yeah, things looks like it's getting everything to place as well. Uh, yeah, got this new frame from GT as well. Uh, we master certainly me out with that. So, yeah, uh, everything's looking promising for the season. Uh, it was quite a bad couple months. Uh, but, yeah, I'm quite positive now. Uh, I have a plan um, to get to the World Cups and everything. So I think, yeah, it will be good. Uh, yeah, it was bad, but I think everything's working out quite good now. Cool. Well, I'm delighted to announce to the listeners that we've got a new feature this season um, that's going to be a kind of Proverty of Life um, feature. And we're going to be following you around the World Cup series and another rider who I will get to shortly because I know she's here. Uh, so we look forward to doing that. Um, tell me a little bit about how your brother's getting on because he had nasty injury, horrible injury. And is he on the way back? Yeah, uh, yeah, Douglas is, is here. Uh, I think it's his first race uh, for this season. He tried to race last year, but yeah, his head was just not in the right place. Uh, after the big crash in Liogang, he was suffering with migraines and uh, yeah, really bad headaches. Um, so yeah, he called it. Uh, he had a pretty chilled off season, didn't ride much. And we spent uh, the last week in France with Sunter on a camp training. And he was riding there. I rode a bit with him. He, he looks fast. He looks at home. He didn't suffer with any migraine or anything. So it looks like he's in the right path now to come back. And yeah, let's see how he does. Um, yeah, how he does here uh, in Fort William. But yeah, I'm quite excited as well for him. It's good to, to have him around. And uh, yeah, it's good to see him ride, racing again. But yeah, he's just racing nationals this year. He's stepping back from World Cups, uh, and then he'll see how he he get on on the nationals this year, and then next year probably World Cups again. Excellent. So 2021, you won this series, and what are the hopes for and dreams for 2023? 
I mean, after you win once, you just want to win again and again, don't you? So um, I wish I knew that <laughs> feeling, but yeah, I've been chasing that dream for 10 years and not got anywhere close yet. But yeah, people tell me and, and so I believe them. Yeah, so I, I tried to win again last year and I came short in third, but I was really close in the bottom. Me, Taylor and Luke, whoever won the last round would win the, the overall. And yeah, Luke did a better job than me and he got it, but... Uh, I guess it's on again this year. Uh, I didn't have such a good first race, but uh, yeah, we still have another four races to go. And yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to try and do it again. Uh, and let's see. Uh, but yeah, always trying to, to win races. That's, that's the main goal. And what's the secret to doing well here at Fort William? Ooh, it's, it's a tricky one because the track is it's a long track and it's really rough. Um, five minutes. Uh, so seven I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah I think it's a lot of line choices trying to to, to use the uh, the lines where it's a bit smoother so you're saving your body you're saving your bike as well not hitting those sharp edges edged rocks and carrying your speed because it's not really steep here it's quite flat so you need to carry your speed from top to bottom but to carry your speed you need to ha to be on the right lines avoiding those edged rocks and uh it's almost like the faster you go it's better because then you you miss all those rocks and you just kind of like yeah float away over then so yeah i think for me i think that's that's the main thing cool well we'll leave it there best luck for the weekend and well, we'll be catching up with you throughout the season. So, yeah, we'll speak to you in a few weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you very much. And, yeah, quite excited, very excited for, uh, yeah, to be part as well uh, on the show. Uh, and, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. And, yeah, I'll see you all guys in a couple of weeks. Hang on, say that again. Only this weekend. Uh, Bruni is my favorite this weekend. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Big, super Bruni fan. Yeah? His vlogs <laughs> are insane. I don't, I don't. What? My what? Your vlogs. What is my vlogs? Uh, videos vlog. on YouTube. Ah, really? Yeah, I love no. them. You're making fun. <laughs> no, this is here. <laughs> Have you won here before? Never. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now. I remember when you came on the podcast and you said you suck in Fort William. Yeah, it's never been easy for me. And then I think, uh, like, I'm trying every time to figure it out. But last year was not a good uh, strategy, I think, because I ended up not racing. But uh, I'm working on it. It's a working progress. Yeah. So uh, on the latest episode of the pod, I said that you were quite brave going to Crankworks and racing that race. And Jack said about how last year you you're in Taruka, and he smoked. Well, you got smoked, um, and you did a. We remember you doing a video about that. Is that what you use Crankworks for, just to see where you are at? Yeah, for sure. It's always good to to race a little bit there were some good guys and uh we were already in new zealand so we're like okay and i like rotorua for uh, for riding so i just went there trying to spend time racing on the new bike test myself a bit and it was uh it was actually pretty cool and for me on the wet it was wet a little bit especially the first days it was also a good training for places like here so so far so good and i did also like a small race in Colombia, like, but also to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we also talked about your new 
ride for the season. It was the one out in uh, Rotorua was carbon tubes, it looked like, with like metal lugs and yeah. uh, like an LED light on somebody spotted on the, uh, on the handlebars. How far along is that development? Pretty good. Like, honestly, the, the bike is insane. I really like it. It's fun. And it's working exactly how we expect it to work. And Audience has been doing some really cool stuff with it. We have so many, so many possibilities. And so far, we're still figuring out some stuff. That's why we're here too, like trying to win some time on this specific track because it's a, it's a new bike. It's a track that you don't see anywhere else. If you ride in New Zealand, let's say some of it can be like Lenzerheide or Leo Gang or something, but here it's here. So we'll still, we're still trying to figure it out, but so far the, the LED thing is also amazing. So I'm pretty, pretty happy. <laughs> I think we should call that. Just just call it the LED yeah, thing. Just call it the the party bike, the disco bike. <laughs> and this weekend, what's your plan for the weekend? Are you going to go hard and try and get a psychological advantage, or are you going to take it steady and maybe? I would say steady because uh, so far we didn't do any laps on the track, and we only have tomorrow morning, then sitting, then Sunday morning, and finals. So it's still a lot of time to to ride, but. The Brits are super fast. My my fucking fast teammate. I was here also earlier this week, so I feel like they have uh, they have some serious speed to to compete with. So I'll try to ride well for sure. But we're also here to, like I said, for worlds. Like the main goal is worlds, and uh, we stay after the race a little bit, two days, trying to maybe more calm, trying to try new things also and. The goal is to be fast in August, but if I can be fast Sunday, for sure, I'll try try to go. I apologize for this, but I, I saw you'd done a vlog about the test event. I I was out in Vegas that week, and I, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I believe you thought it was quite positive, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you went to Vegas and had fun, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a vlog. We, we do videos. We try to, like, YouTube is quite busy, you know, like, we try to be on YouTube a little bit, too. And that test event was super important for all of us, I think, especially uh, after a super blurry winter where we didn't have much information and I was a little bit skeptical about where where the spot was going to go. But uh, the people in charge, especially like Rory and his team, uh, seemed to have it figured out and really are open to talk. And so far, uh, I'm really happy with what I've seen in Lourdes. There's still stuff that I'm not sure, like the schedule on race day is hectic. Like, wow, we don't have much time for ourselves. The day is massive. And it's hard to mobilize your mental, to be in your zone, to be like picking like we used to. So I hope the intensities and the show will be as good to watch, but I'm pretty sure uh, it will. So it's our job now to adapt. And uh, and I'm happy that we we are working with people, some people that also want the best for the sport. Cool. Um, well, thank you very much for talking to me. I, I appreciate it. I didn't didn't ask. I just came up because you were chatting to Andreas and stuck a mic in your face. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Easy. My my pleasure. Anytime. Yeah, have a good weekend. Thank you. That was Loic Bruni, by the way, the man who probably doesn't need any introduction. And he didn't get one, unfortunately, because he was, he was chatting to someone. Um, Jordan Williams, how are we doing? Yeah, not bad. Here in Fort William, it's a bit windy and not much riding going on, but we're here. <laughs> What a start to the elite season, well, elite career. You won your first national. 
Did you win a race before that as well? Sorry, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, we won Taruka yeah. in the snow and <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then won the National at Riola a couple of weeks ago. And then went to the UCI test event and won the semi-final. Yeah, that was a cool event. It was good to see everyone again and see what the new changes are. And I was riding well. I was a bit surprised at my pace, really. I I was riding well there, and I yeah. didn't really expect to be that fast. Uh, and then just had a little crash in, well, I said a little, quite a big crash in finals. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a big crash, yeah. Um, but yeah, it rained for the second run and then it was just super slippy and I, I wasn't offline. I just was caught out by how slippy it was, but yeah, it was a good weekend and I'm okay. So it's fine. Did the back wheel get hooked up on a route? It, it looked like that to me. No, no, it, no. To me, it was all, all going well. I was online. I, I felt good. I wasn't sketchy and it was just, just a case of it being super slippy and didn't have the grip. Yeah. And you were up, weren't you? Yeah, I think I was 1.7 up at the split just before that. So, yeah. yeah. So, not a bad weekend. No, it was good. I was just happy to come away alive from that. So, yeah. So, how does it feel to be on this journey? Kind of, you know, you've you've junior world champion. You've had an amazing battle with Jackson. You two were pretty far ahead of the, the rest. And everyone's talking about you two coming into elite and you coming in and, you know, that must be a fair bit of pressure. You're smashing it so far. How how does that feel and how are you dealing with it? Uh, it feels completely normal. It's just taking it as it comes, really. I'm not, not expecting anything or not putting any pressure on myself. Yeah. I'm just, just riding as fast as I can and trying to do the best I can. So, yeah. And you don't look to be having any trouble adapting to the new bike? No, I'm loving the new bike. I'm really loving it and uh, getting on well with it. My mechanic, Nath, has helped a lot and he's he's a big, big help. So, um, Yeah, Nathan, who is stood behind us now, tinkering, building a wheel. Um, I owe him a gratitude of thanks as well because in Praloop in 2021, he fixed my bike up for me before race runs. Was was it before race runs, Nathan? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, I didn't win, but it it it, yeah. it 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 was it was the best it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about this weekend. Yeah. So we we've been up here for the week, and we did some riding on Monday and Tuesday, and then it was shut for track maintenance on Wednesday, Thursday. So we just rode e-bikes and just had a look round and set up the pits properly and whatever and then today we were going to ride but again it was super windy and they shut the lift unfortunately so we took a hike up and <laughs> hiked up and walked down it wasn't too bad to be fair it was quite a nice walk it was just super windy at the top but yeah they've done a huge amount of work to it i've, I've never seen this much work done i mean I, I i don't know if i've ever seen this much work work done before a world cup uh are you a fan of it being smooth or would you prefer it to be hard and, and rocky? Yeah, I think I'm a fan because on Monday and Tuesday, before they did any other work, it was so rough and it was, wasn't was that fun. So filling in the holes that are knackered and all the bits that need doing, I think it will help. And yeah. uh, To be honest, looking at it now, I think the track will be the fastest it's ever been. Um, especially at a national, they don't really put any techie bits in so it's normally quite straight and open so i think it'll be 
I think you'll see the fastest time ever down Fort William this weekend. Yeah, I think it's a four twenty seven by Amory. I think is the fastest if my if I, my memory serves me correct. And I believe I believe the track builders are trying to knock some time off to see how quick they can get it for TV. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, what's the aspirations for this weekend? Because you're just on this roller coaster. You just keep it track, keep it rolling. Yeah, just as I say, just ride as best I can. I'm not because in elite, there's so many people. You can't focus on one particular person. Anyone can win, and so you just got to ride the best you can and see where you end up. Really. Well, we can't stop with it. Well, we can't do this recording without saying a big shout out to your dad. Where is he today? Uh, he's at home. I, I think he's coming up, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Big shout out to Steve. Well, thank you very much for your time, Jordan. I'll try and come back and chat to you over the weekend. Maybe follow you a little bit, see how you're getting on over the weekend, if that's all right. Sure. So we are now playing um, MC Roulette, I'm going to call it, because the uh, announcer is making big announcements, and we've got to try and answer questions in between his announcements. Do you reckon we can do that, Joe Breeden? Yeah, quick fire round. we got it. <laughs> Tell me about the new bike that I'm looking at here. Um, yeah, so this is the new, it's called a HP6 M279, no, yeah, M279 downhill bike. Uh, I'm not sure what the production name's going to be yet, but that's what we're calling it. Um, yeah, still high pivot with an idler. Um, I'm loving it, six bar design, linkage design. Uh, we've been working through it for quite a while now, and uh, yeah, it's going really well, and I cannot wait for it to come to production so you guys can all have a, have a go on it. Um, so yeah, we're sort of into the refining period now. Just trying to get that um, perfect balance between performance, lightweight and reliability, um, refining a few things in terms of suspension, etc. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully we'll put it into a production bike, which will happen uh, before too long. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for that because uh, you boys are going to love it. And girls. Boys and girls. <laughs> and women. And so... Um- Aaron was saying lots of things about it on the latest episode of the podcast. Some nice things about yourself. Um, 2022, big injury uh, here at Fort William. How does it feel to be back this weekend? Yeah, uh, it was definitely a, a pretty difficult year for me last year. Um, 21 was a was a great season, and I was super fired up having signed with Intense for this uh, for the 22 season. And then came here, I think second round, and yeah, shattered my elbow. So that was. That was devastating, to be honest. Um, but I think we healed up nicely. I had a surgery. The surgeons did a dream job. And, uh, yeah, we recovered very well. And actually, the first place I came back to ride was here. I came straight up. Um, hadn't ridden at all. And I came straight back here. I think it was maybe three months after. Um, my mechanic, John Stout, who's just uh, up the road, we came here, did a few days. I just wanted to work through a few things of what happened and uh, put it out of my head that it was, you know, just have a good feeling with this venue again so uh not my first time back but i'm stoked to be back and actually racing here i do love this venue and uh yeah super excited to see what we can do this weekend well i think regular listeners will know that this isn't my favorite venue but this is the best i've ever seen it i'm actually really excited to ride tomorrow and the section where you did the elbow oh no that was on this the old section wasn't it yeah Yeah, so it's not smoothed that bit out sorry i'm getting a little bit confused there um so What's the aspirations for this weekend? Um, well, to be honest, it's quite a big week for me because uh, obviously we have World Champs here this year uh, in our home country, so every Brit wants to race that. But we all know the the talent um, and the depth of field within 
uh, all the UK riders at the minute, uh, probably higher than it's ever been in terms of depth. So it's a big battle to get that selection, and I'm sure that this race will have uh, an inf- quite an influence on world selection, along, along with some of the first few World Cups, but I'm sure they'll be looking at this as it's uh, kind of a direct comparison to potential performance at Worlds. So, yeah, definitely focusing on performance we've still got quite a lot of testing we need to work through and some bike stuff we've got to focus on but uh yeah i'm happy and um keen to try and put down a heat to come sunday and do all we can to make uh worlds in i think august that'd be awesome so when you have a big injury like that like the elbow and it took you off the bike for like you say three months when you come back from that how many physical gains had you lost and is that the hardest thing to build back up or is it the mental thing Oh, very good question. That it's it's definitely a bit of both. Um, the phys- physical aspect was a huge challenge because I I did rush the recovery. I really felt um, it was first year on the team. I didn't really get to know him, and it would have been very easy that I just missed the full season last year. And so I really wanted to spend some time with the team at the races, sort of settle in, uh, get to know everybody, to set myself up for this year. I always knew to come back and and perform uh, at a high level was going to be very difficult. Uh, you know, been off the bikes for three months and lost pretty much all size down my right arm um, in terms of muscle and strength. I was still having a lot of pain, um, didn't have very good movement. So, yeah, all odds were kind of against me, but I felt just to get back into the scene, settling with the team would put me in a better position this year. Um, and so psychologically and physically put together, both put together when you're not, really confident in your body you're not confident in your riding um yeah the two together is not a nice combination um everybody knows the confidence you need to have to to perform and that's both physically in your body and psychologically um feeling comfortable on the bike so yeah it was difficult but it was worth it um i had another surgery actually at the end of last year which put me in a way better position for this season because, yeah, I'm not battling any any pain. I got my strength back, so it's a completely different position this year. So I'm excited for that. I think that says a lot about you. You know, that was one of the things I think Aaron was saying. There's attributes he looks for in riders to have on the team and that it would have been very easy. And I'm sure some riders would have gone, you know what, I'm out for the season. I'm not rushing this. I'm not coming back. But that fight, that determination, yeah. that, that's... No, absolutely. The after the team saw the injury um, just after Fort William saw the x-rays and the, what the surgeon said I think they'd pretty much written me off for the full season um, and there was no pressure from their side to come back at all which was great they were like do what you need to do take your time heal properly um, but I was just as I said I just really had that motivation to get back and I felt it was really important to spend that second half of the season with the team to put myself in a in a better position for this year so yeah it's difficult you know there was definitely no pressure to have to return I just felt it was something I I wanted and should do for for this year coming into World Cup season guessing unprotected yeah uh unprotected 100% but also I'm not even sure my point situation because I only scored points at one race last year um and so I might even be in B practice in Lenzerheide I honestly don't know so I think there's points this weekend, so that's another reason to, to push and go go fast. Um, but yeah, <laughs> B practice would be a bit of a shock. I think it was um, six years ago, whenever it was, when I was 16 since I've been doing that. So yeah, hopefully not, but um, I'll be, be prepared either way. We'll make it work. And so, you know, you've had a season out injury, injured pretty much. You, you, you thought you were back. Oh, this is the strongest 
elite field ever. I think, I think that's pretty much agreed amongst everybody. Um, what would be a good season for Joe Breeden? Yeah, um, good question again. Uh, I don't know. I, I know what I'm capable of. Um, I believe in myself. We've had a good winter. We've got a great bike. Um, I think this year I would like to be consistently in the top 20 and breaking into top 10 hopefully towards the end of the season I think that would be good building and put myself in a good position for for next year again but yeah it's just a the level as you said so high um your confidence has to be right up there everything has to line up um and so building back back to where I was say at the end of 21 will take some time for sure but I think through the period of this season, don't rush it, let it come, um, put in the work and uh, yeah, hopefully by the end of the year we'll be able to start breaking some top 10s uh, internationally. That'd be awesome for the World Cups. Cool. And so you're, riding, you're on the Aaron's team, basically. I'm guessing you haven't done that much riding with him? No, not a lot. Um, with them, everybody had been over in the US and then my early, we were supposed to go out at the end of last season for some testing, but I unfortunately had to miss that because uh, I had my elbow surgery, so I was out for a little while. Um, and then so far this year, we haven't been over. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if we'll see them before the season, but uh, I know they're putting in the work over there and we're putting in the work back in the UK. So it'll be cool when we get on the road together come the season. Um, I know all the races are pretty hectic back to back, so I think we'll be spending a lot of time on the road together then, which will be cool. And if you're riding with Aaron, is it a situation where you there's something you want to learn from him? Or when you're kind of pushing for the similar times, not really looking for something like that anymore? Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, he's Aaron Gwynn. Who doesn't want to learn from somebody like that? It's, it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, and, you know, so many riders would dream of having that opportunity, and I certainly have. And to be in that situation is amazing. And, of course, I feel like there's a lot to be learned from him. Um, I think it's also very important to to realize that everybody's different. Every rider has a different strategy and and uh, every strategy works well and not so well for certain people. So that wasn't said very well, but you get the picture. Yeah. Um, and so you have to find your own path. And I think it's it's quite can be quite confusing if you try to do just repeat what somebody else is doing because it might work for them or it clearly does work for him but it might not work for somebody else um, and that's the case through um, you know I was with Mick and Tracy Hannah before and you take uh, little things from each person that you learn and some of them probably won't fit your style but some will and so it's sort of yeah um, analyzing those those aspects of their strategy shall we say and um, yeah figuring out if some some might be good to add into mine so yeah it's it's so cool to see and uh he's a super aaron himself is super supportive super nice um and like prime example last year he punctured qualifying fort william um so didn't make the finals and on race day it was super muddy as we probably all remember real wet muddy him and his girlfriend lauren or wife shall i say lauren um cleaning my helmet goggles before before my race run and i'm like what you know five-time world champion um will do that when they don't qualify for a world cup and so i said i think that says a lot as well and to learn from that side of of things as well is uh is amazing yeah it's a great opportunity cool well that's a good place to leave it um best luck for the weekend thank you very much yourself too oh uh yeah i need luck that's that's <laughs> what i need no i don't know actually it's so smooth uh, i'm i'm feeling mike we're gonna give it a go this weekend yeah. that might be the end of the podcast that might be it, it ended it ended on 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 saturday morning 
No, podcast is only just getting started. Big things to come. Cool. Well, that's the end of part one of this podcast. It's Friday night, and uh, I best go and sign on. Uh, we'll be back, hopefully, if I don't smash myself up tomorrow with some more. Expert suspension tuning and customization used to be the preserve of the pros. Not anymore. Let the expert team at JTEC Suspension take care of your fork, shock, or drop a post to experience the feel of factory racing. With over 20 years' experience, JTEC Suspension are the OGs of buttery smooth suspension. Get the pro touch and get the best out of yourself and your bike. Visit j-techsuspension.co.uk and chat to the experts in race-ready suspension. Choose single track, choose print, choose digital, choose an independent mountain bike magazine, choose mountain bike culture, choose adventure and mishap, choose great stories and glorious photography, choose ad-free access to our website, choose time out with a mug of tea, choose an annual subscription, choose a monthly subscription, choose discounts in our shop on a range of ethical products, choose bobble hats, choose hip flasks. Choose gift subscriptions for your friends. Choose single track salvation for your arse. Choose a username. Choose a community. Choose to support independent publishing. Choose your future and our future. Choose single track. Saturday evening and seeding has just finished and uh first person i've come across is the man who won the eso test event uh a few weeks ago tibo de prella how do you get on today yeah really good uh just few runs this morning because there's a lot of people riding here so not the time to, to do too many runs but uh yeah the, it was a seeding run yeah so good run um happy but nothing crazy a bit uh, far away from the time of the first few guys but pretty stocked and yeah we'll be it's a good race and try to be a bit faster tomorrow cool i think you were i think you're in eighth at the minute uh maybe i don't know but yeah, yeah. Uh, between that so there is a lot of good riders so it's a good it's still a good place but uh, yeah try to to be a bit quicker on the top tomorrow and yeah we will see cool so good winter yeah really good winter i feel fit and ready to to push hard and to ride fast on every tracks yeah. And uh, tell me a bit about the ESO event. Was it a surprise to you that you won it? It's always a surprise when you ride good, you know, but uh, no, I was really stoked. I like to ride in the mud and I like this track too. Last year I was riding good there too before I crashed. And yeah, overall it was a good weekend and I'm, I was not really surprised, but you know, show me that I have the speed and yeah, some good confidence. So last year, I remember talking to you here and you were working out of the back of a, a, a white transit, right, Luton box van or something like that. You've got the full pits here this year. Um, are you taking it seriously as in like you're going to try and win the race tomorrow or are you mainly here just for setup for Worlds? Um, a bit of everything. I try to be like to have the best bike possible for Worlds and I try also to take the race as a, as a good training. But, uh, you know, every time here at the... At the BDS, all the British are really quick, so I'm not really surprised if one of the British guys will want it. But, you know, the goal is world champs, not this race. But for sure, we'll try to be on the podium at least. Excellent. And uh, the team, you've not got Miriam here this weekend, but Amory's here as well. Uh, how's Miriam doing? She okay? Yeah, she still has some problem with her head. And, you know, it's a really long process. I have some friends also, we have this kind of problem. So it's really tough for them, but I hope she will recover fast and be back on races because uh, we miss her and you know it's not good to don't have a teammate with you on the race and even on the training camp so i hope uh, she will be back soon 
and you've ridden here a few times before. Have you ever seen it as smooth as it is at the moment from the deer gate down? Uh, yeah, last year for the for the World Cup it was really smooth, but f for sure this year it's really good. Not all the parts, but they make it quite like the bottom. It's really good and some top parts also. So it's nice to to have a clean track and not a fucking destroyed track. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the aims for this season? Try to win some races and to to be the top three on the overall, and maybe here try to have the the the, the good jersey. Yeah. Well, I think you got a good shot. You seem to be coming in strong. Uh, best of luck for tomorrow and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you very much and good luck to you too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I need more than luck. <laughs> Cheers, Steve. Thank you. Just grabbed Lucas Shaw in the Canyon um, Canyon Collective? Yep. Yeah, Canyon Collective. Sorry, there's two Canyon teams opposite each other. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just starting to rain. You were just saying that's good timing. You didn't want any rain on that track. Well, I mean, actually, it's pretty good in the rain here, but it's just less stressful when you don't have, like, roll-offs and have to deal with it. But, um, but yeah, just finished up the seating run. So, yeah, race day tomorrow. Should be good. There's a lot of new sections. I don't know how they'd hold up with a bit of rain. True, yeah. Um, I don't think it'll do much, honestly, but um, still nice if the sun's out. <laughs> so, I think you've ended up seventh. Was it a good run? Uh, I'm not sure what place I'm in. I know the times are really close and I'm pretty happy with my run. So, um, yeah, it was good to get a gauge. I, like pretty much every top guy's here. So it feels like a world cup and, uh, it's like a perfect warm up race for the season. So, um, yeah, just, just trying to put those good race runs in. That's kind of, yeah, we've been training and riding a lot, but racing is always a little different feeling. So, um, yeah, happy with my run and got some room for tomorrow. So yeah, keep on trucking. Excellent. And good winter. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, I had a little injury to my thumb, uh, like in January. So I was off the bike more than I would have liked, but, um, since then it's been really good, been riding a lot and, um, training has been really well going really well. So, um, yeah, just, just stoked for the summer and get the races rolling. It's seems like it's been a long, long winter. So, um, I think everyone's fired up to go racing. Did you do the ESO event or were you still in Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Uh, I did the test event in Lords. Um, that was good. A little bit of a shame with the weather. Like, um, it kind of made it difficult to really ride much, but, um, that track is just so scary in the wet. So, uh, kind of have to like weigh your risk there, but, um, but no, it, it went really good and I've got a good feeling about the new organization and everything. And, um, really kind of excited to see what changes they bring out and how it kind of changes the feel. Um, going to be a lot to get used to, but um, save for everyone. And I think a lot of the changes will kind of work in my favor. So, um, yeah, all good. Cool. And how many runs did you get in this morning? I did four runs. So yeah, we were punching them out. We, we were in line early and yeah. basically didn't stop. So, um, yeah, four runs plus the seating run. It's five runs down that track is pretty tiring, honestly. So, uh, yeah, it was a good day. Cool. And, uh, tomorrow are you going to wind it on and go for the win or is, is the number one priority here getting the bike set up for worlds um bit of both really like worlds is so far away that honestly i'm not thinking about that too much and um i'm more just kind of getting myself prepared for the season so um yeah of course i'm going to try and put the best run in i can hopefully i go for the win hopefully i'm in the mix so um yeah the times are close so yeah just gonna have some fun with it and throw it down Excellent. Well, best of luck tomorrow. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you. Adam Brown, how are we getting on? Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. I had a good day. Rain's coming down now, which is disappointing. Are but you kidding me? It's absolutely brilliant. It needs a bit of lube up top. 
you want all those new sections to get? No, I hope they throw a tarp over them tonight. Keep them dry. New sections are a little bit soft. There is a very brown, dark hole, which I probably will go and look at. How do you get on when you see them, Ron? Uh, big mistake up top, which was detrimental. And then just rode really smooth and, and really enjoyed it. But time-wise, it wasn't great. I think I'm nine seconds behind Jordan. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Done well here before. Know how to race this track. So we'll be trying hard tomorrow. Cool. And uh, how can I phrase this? Having a bit of a renaissance at the minute. Yeah, you could say that, like, yeah. you know. 34-year-old fisherman. Yeah. You soon get written off in this game, but we're still chugging away. And we've came in the season fit, healthy. We've worked hard. So hopefully we can uh, bang out some more good results before it's all said and done. And this new bike you're riding at the minute, the new new proof, how are you getting on with it? Yeah, we can actually talk about it now, but I have had one since, I'm going to say, February last year. I'm actually still riding the same one. It's like my old faithful, but I do actually have a brand new one. I'm just waiting on uh, my new Hope build, and we're going to actually do a dream build vlog for it. Adam Brayton version, obviously. Just, uh, oh, I shouldn't really give me ideas away, but I always wanted to do a nightmare build, which is me basically assembling a bike, because today <laughs> I built the bike up that I've been riding this weekend. Two runs in, the back brake needed bleeding, <laughs> and uh, the B-screw nearly fell out, so the chain was flapping around halfway down the third run. Many thanks to Joe Krebich at Trek um, for fixing my bike up. Big thank you. Um, lost my thread a bit now, Brayton. Yeah, you got yeah. me on a tangent there. <laughs> I did actually feel them brakes, and I did say you must go and see Daniel Roydy Bladen because he is the man to sort them out. But you obviously didn't listen. It took you two runs to realise. You, you, you did say that, and you were 100%. <laughs> so tell me how you're feeling, because there's something else that I think you might be right about, and I might have to say I was wrong. Um, seeding runs on Saturday how are you feeling about it don't even get me started mate I think it's the worst idea ever and whoever thought of it needs sacking because it is appalling three runs today before quality it's just it's just not acceptable do you not think there's some advantages though to it because I was a big exponent of it I was I thought it would be better to give the juniors like a bit more world cup experience doing runs over two days any benefits? Absolutely not, in my opinion. Um, again, going back to this new World Cup schedule, we do two back-to-back -back runs, you know, so you do a semi and a final. Yeah. So saying that, we're better being on the old schedule because yeah. it's back-to-back. -back. Uh, I just prefer coming off that quali. You've got, you don't have time to think. You just bang straight back in the, you know, the deep end and you go for another run and you hammer it. There's no dwelling over anything. I don't like the double build-up as such over the two days I would uh, much prefer everything on Sunday alright um, you just dropped another edit this week well and yet, I say another you're not done one for a while but it's uh, it seems to be going down pretty well with the uh, with the mountain bike massive yeah no I've had a lot of nice comments this weekend it's been good um, yeah we filmed it in February tracks were absolutely lethal had to do some jumps that I normally only do in summer um, so it was a little scary Obviously, working with Alex was amazing, and uh, big shout out to Nukeproof for obviously making that happen and giving me the opportunity and the freedom to kind of do such an edit. I don't think people get many opportunities like that, and uh, yeah, we made the most of it. Cool. And uh, what's the aspirations for this weekend and for this season? 
This week, I'd love to be top five. People probably think I'm mental saying that, but um, I believe I can do it, and uh, that's the plan tomorrow. So, I mean, and then going from there, I mean, it's just going to snowball, isn't it? Because the result like that, it's a massive confidence boost. And yeah, but we'll take it one race at a time, get tomorrow out of the way, and go from there. Excellent. Good place to end it. Thanks very much, Adam Brayton. Best of luck for tomorrow and for the season. Cheers, George. You too, mate. Hattie Harden at your, is this your second ever downhill race? Uh, yeah, second downer race on a downer bike, so pretty new to it all still. Won your first one, though. Yeah, that was pretty sick, actually, a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, see how things go here. Okay, and uh, is the focus still Enduro, or are you, are you thinking there might be a, a, a space for me here? Uh, no, the focus is definitely the Enduro still. Um, the downers just, like, get a bit of speed in me and just kind of, have a go at something else keep the brain fresh and all of that so yeah just keeping me busy stop me getting bored <laughs> and how does this track compare to an ews oh a lot faster top section's much much rougher um and yes yeah, it's, it's good length though like we race a lot of stuff this long um but yeah it's an absolutely brutal course out there so a little bit different <laughs> and uh how did you get on today uh really good actually yeah i'm pretty happy like slotted into the top 10 um yeah not my best top section but like i put down a solid run and i survived my bike and i survived and we had a great time so a few more laps tomorrow and fingers crossed it goes good and have you ridden here before no so done four laps on this track today ever so that's it um but yeah i feel like everyone's ridden here quite a lot so i'm i'm keen to come back and have a go at doing a bit more and yeah finding a bit more speed would be fun and are we going to see you at any World Cups? Um, I think I'll be coming to Lenzerheide. Um, we'll see if I'll race or not because it's between um, two of the uh, World Enduro World Cups. So, yeah, I'd love to. Um, and that's very different again. So loads to learn from that as well. So, yeah, I'd really like to. But um, I don't want to throw myself in at the deep end just yet, maybe. <laughs> and Worlds? Oh, that would be incredible. Um, I'd love to be a part of that, but like there's a strong women's um, field in the UK, so just have to see if I can get selected. If not, um, yeah, still got all the enduro going on, so still busy. And uh, how did you do in the first... You did well in the first three, um, two rounds, if I remember. Yeah, the first one was just trying to remember how to race again. Um, but the second one, yeah, really happy with how the second one went and, yeah, found my groove a bit. So I'm excited to get back. Um, I guess we'll be in, uh, where is it, finale next. So that'll be really cool. So I'm excited to get back at that as well. So not long now. And what are the hopes and kind of aspirations for the uh, Enduro? Um, I'd like to go better than last year. Um, had a couple of hiccups last year in the season. So, um yeah, finished third last year in the series. So either one or maybe the top step's obviously the dream. So yeah, hopefully go better than last year. That's, that's all I can ask for. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Expectations quite high, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's the best way to be. Um, well, lovely talking to you and best of luck for tomorrow and for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Oh, I don't have to, I don't have to bend down now. This is, this is a blessing. Ben Cathro, Pink Bike Racing. How are we doing? I feel like I've made this joke before. But yeah, I'm just here making up the numbers. Hey, you have made that job before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you've done more runs down here than most. How are you feeling about it today? It's 
quite different actually it's like i think this is the fastest well every year the track is faster and faster and faster and this is definitely the fastest it's been it's going to go sub 430 which i think it may have done once in the past when it was less rough but yeah it just feels like super quick up there i think amory's done a 427 but you know the year when he nearly went over the bars on the line i think that might have been a 427 Mm -hmm. but was that down the other track was that down i'm trying to think if there was a more direct route it's hard because there are are a few different options up there and a few different wood sections they can do that kind of straighten things out because we're doing more turning on the kind of like original track without doing the world cup woods so i do think this is the fastest the track's ever been even though we're doing a slightly longer bit yeah cool um how's your off season been yeah, it's been a lot better than it was last winter. Yeah, last winter I was just sat typing on a keyboard trying to organize a lot of stuff. I uh, got a lot more help this winter. So it's been decent, uh, but got two kids and they kept getting me ill. So I've suffered a bit from that. Uh, I've been there too, yeah. yeah. But no, it's uh, I'm definitely feeling a lot better than I did last season. So yeah, decent. And uh, what what's the plans for this season? I got plans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a new rider on, uh, on our team, Canadian Wyatt Harrington. So, going to be uh, kind of helping him develop as a rider. He's a first year junior. We've got Amy on the team again. So, she's got some big goals for this year. Going to be helping her with that. Uh, Thibaut is racing for the team again. And I am going full on for the World Cup. So, I want to get some good results this year. So, uh, last year I was saying I was just doing it for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this year, I'm, yeah, I want to get some results before I get too old. It's like when you ask, I've been asking riders, are you here for World Cup set, for World Champs set up or are you here to compete? And it's like, you know that the second that they leave that start gate, they're competing, aren't they? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, I'm actually here for World Champs selection. <laughs> like, if I can get a good result here, I think it would just be like a little, a little something to go into the discussion. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll give it a go tomorrow, see what happens. And what's your fastest ever time down here? That's a good question. I think in a race run it previously, I think it was like a 48 back in the day, but I feel like I might have gone quicker last year. You know what? Like I used to remember these facts like and just have them logged into memory, but since having kids, I feel like I can't remember flipping anything. So yeah, I'm not sure. Like I just did a 44 there with a pretty terrible run. So uh, yeah, this is going to be the fastest time I've ever done here. I think I want to go 36. That's my target. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I I would like to go thirty six thirty though. Mine is <laughs> I did a six six forty today, so that, that, that uh, but I didn't do the motorway either. I bottled it. So um tomorrow I think there's ten seconds in it. Absolutely. Is it just the getting the step down to get the speed for the rest? Yeah, so our second run went really well this morning, and on third run, I was just going to do it all. And then, I think I've already said to the listeners, um, I built my own bike up for this weekend. I'm not a very good mechanic. And Brayton told me in the car park on Friday that back brake needs bleeding, and I didn't, and I half halfway down the back brake was coming to the bar the b screw fell out nearly and the chain was flapping around and the stfu rubber thing was going in the wheel so that was the third run and then the next was seeding and i just didn't i didn't have it I, you know when it, it shakes you a little bit like so there's plenty of time tomorrow to get some practice well, in i would say the motorway is running as good as it's ever run get that hip smooth and you just you just glide it honestly so uh, the wind was has been at our backs all day today, hasn't it? I think from the top, other than when you came under the gondola, then it was in your face for a brief moment. Yeah, I, I went to flat in the motorway second run, 
like just the tailwind was actually like it was severe usually that only happens if you're like in someone's slipstream but i came in and just went to flat on the first table so yeah it's running good it's running fast it's gonna be a good race and are we going to see you at the World Cups doing any line analysis and anything like yeah, that, or is that I ship mean, sailed now? No, that's what I get paid for. That's, that is still my main job. I'm down as Pink Bike's race correspondent. I just get to race because I've somehow managed to negotiate it in my contract. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I think I'm on similar lines with making up the numbers, if I'm being, being honest. Um, well, look, best luck for um, the weekend. It would be interesting to put you in for that World Champs um, shout. That would be a- There's a lot of riders that could get selected, um, but Fort William World Cup, I feel like this is a track I can do really good on. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get some results of the World Cups and go up for selection. Yeah. Do you know how many spaces Team GB get with it being a home one? Uh, the home thing doesn't change it. It's only if you have the current world champion, you get one extra. So it's seven. Which is <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Sharp inhale through the teeth. <laughs> yeah. you know It'll be super hard, but uh, yeah, just try my best, see what happens. Cool. Well, best of luck for it. Nice one. Yeah, my experiences of Fort William have never really been positive, but to- <laughs> today I've enjoyed myself. Oh, yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah. Good news. Not done as well as you though, Charlie Hatton. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, seeding went pretty good actually. Second place, so can't grumble at that. Was it a flat out run, or is there a bit more time to- you can find tomorrow? Um, yeah, I think there's more time tomorrow to be found. Um, it's quite a weird run actually. It was my. Well, it wasn't my first for like time run of the winter, but it was the first like proper World Cup track timed run of the winter, I feel like. Um, so yeah, it was nice to get back to it. It felt weird like trying to get into that flow set again at the top. Um, but yeah, found good zone and yeah, I rode well. I rode some sections really good, some sections not so good. So hopefully tidy up for tomorrow and yeah, see where we end up. Cool. I mean, you really pushed on last season, didn't you? Fantastic season. Where did you end up in the overall? Uh, I was 12th overall in the end, um, which was, if you had told me that at the start of the season, I'd been absolutely over the moon. But saying at the end, it would have been nice to creep into the top 10. But yeah, you're always wanting more, I guess, aren't you? So yeah, it was good. Real good season, actually. And uh, I think, if I get remember this rightly, on the last episode of the pod, Aaron, Aaron called you a podium guy. He said, Charlie's a podium guy now. <sighs> Do you see yourself as a podium guy? <laughs> well, I'd like to, but we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. That was my, probably going into the winter, I was a few times seventh last year. Well, twice seventh. So, yeah, I guess the progression from that would be try and get on, on the box would be nice. And how do you work towards that? How do you go from being seventh? Do you need to increase numbers in the gym? Do you, is it just more about, I don't know, working on bike setup? Yeah. That is a really tough question. And uh, obviously, if everyone knew the answer, everyone would be going flat out. Um, Yeah, I think more for me mentally knowing that I can do it and it is there is probably the biggest thing. Um, The bike, the bike setup. I mean, look at Andy. He's been on the podium at, well, a lot of the races last year. So we know the bike works well. We've done a lot. Well, I say a lot more. We've done a fair amount more to make it even better than last year. So. Yeah, there's the bike side of it sorted, training side, obviously Alan Millway coaching me, so that side of it is sorted. So everything's there. I just need to 
ride fast. <laughs> and uh, I saw a video you posted. I mentioned it when I was talking to Andreas bef- um, yesterday. A video you posted on from earlier this week, jumping into the yeah the start of pinball. Take some kahunas to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that bit's pretty gnarly. Um, I don't know. I think it's a weird track. The faster you go, the better it is. But to go fast, you've got to be super confident and. You also can't override the track, though. I think as soon as you get to a certain speed and you try and push on, this almost fights you back. Um, so, yeah, you just got to ride a real nice, smooth race and, yeah, just be on the right edge, I think, and that's the that's the winning formula. But we'll try and get it tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs> and a little bit, we, we've had some rain. Yeah. Stop now, but I believe the Mets office is saying it's going to rain until midnight, potentially. Um, <laughs> is is that good for you? Yeah, definitely. Um to be fair, we was um, riding earlier in the week and the conditions are pretty perfect. Um, yeah, not this place. When it goes dry, it goes super gravelly and loose and it's really hard to get the bike to grip, really. Um, there's certain things you can do, but yeah, it's almost just like you've got to stay on the clean line. As soon as you're out of the clean line, it's just so slippy. Um, so yeah, a bit of rain compacts it down and it rides actually way better when it's uh when it's a bit wet so fingers crossed it'll keep raining but then stay off tomorrow that's the pl- that'd be nice <laughs> yeah nobody likes it in the rain really do they here it's it's a bit yeah, miserable all the rocks are grippy in the rain so it's actually fine and roots there isn't really any roots on the track now is there it's all rock and the wood is all it's just a rock pave so yeah in the rain this track runs just as good as in the dry if not better so yeah Bring on the rain, I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Best of luck for tomorrow. Um, setting off next to last, penultimate rider down. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how you get on. Yeah, thank you very much. Good luck to you as well. Oh, thank see you. you tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and best of luck for the season. Thank you very much. Cheers. The very first making up the numbers interview in the back of a transit van, I think, here. <laughs> and with Jordan Williams again, we spoke to him yesterday and we said we'd follow him maybe a little bit over the weekend. First in seed and couldn't be going better. Yeah, I was a bit surprised at that. I uh, I thought someone would beat it for sure. I didn't have the best run. It was it was a good run. Don't like don't get me wrong, but I, it wasn't like amazing and it wasn't like terrible, you know. So I was a bit surprised that no one went faster. But yeah, overall it was good. I had a little problem with the chain ring. Uh, hit some rocks. So let me, my teammates, they were up trackside watching you come down and they said, they come down, Jordan Williams had sparks flying off his front wheel. I I, I guess that was the chain ring hitting the, um, hitting the rocks near pinball. No, that wasn't the, that wasn't the rocks. That was just my tires lighting up. (laughs) So, um, if you can do this without a fantastic run, what what time, what was it? 36, was it? 32. 32. So what do you think's doable tomorrow? Uh, I think uh, possibly a mid twenty, but I'd say high twenties tomorrow would yeah. be would be good. Yeah, and you'll go faster if it rains a bit. I think so. Yeah, just because the ground at the moment's so loose and s- so slippy that a bit of moisture might hold the rocks together a bit. So yeah, it's always better here in the wet. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, I think we'll call it a day for for Saturday there because uh, everyone's packing up. Um, but we'll be back with more tomorrow and we'll come and, and have another chat to Jordan Williams. Cheers. Yo, guys, I'm Charlie Hatton here from Continental Afton Race Team. We've just been out here for a week in Ride Southern Spain. Been absolutely sick. <laughs>
five days of riding on dusty dry trails the facilities here are absolutely mega like the villa is really nice nice pool nice uh, workshop area bike wash facilities so yeah it's got everything you need really it's pretty sad this is my last day actually <laughs> it was mega yeah I'll definitely be back you can ride till your arms fall off i think <laughs> if you're enjoying the making up the numbers podcast hit subscribe now so you don't miss an episode and drop us a review whenever it's convenient for additional content follow us on instagram at making up the numbers racing sunday lunchtime and i've finished practice and but practice is still going on and a lot of the elite riders are on the hill um and but i have managed to find marine cabaret um have you finished practice early today yeah i finished i did three runs this morning and it was good so i decided to stop for and keep some energy for the race yeah that's exactly my thoughts as well my team have gone up and done a third i, I thought two was enough how are you finding it the truck is really good. It looks really clean compared to last year and it's fine. And the new part on the last section is really cool. It's nice. Cool. And how's your off season been? I have a good off season. I take my time to recover well and come back slowly from my injury. And I feel good. I take my time on the bike to feel better every time. So it's cool. And it was two broken backs. Is that right? Yeah, I broke three vertebra so it was a bit long so i decided to really be back slowly on my bike and take my time to recover at 100 percent. and now everything is okay i have just some little bit of pain sometimes but it's not a big deal and uh you what's the aims for this weekend you've got nina here you've got cam here as you're on the comeback is third place what you're looking at yeah of course if i can be on the top three it's good it's a good thing for me i think we will see. It's a big race. Many people are here, so it's interesting and it's good to start the season. Cool. And uh, what are the hopes and dreams for 2023? Oh, at the beginning, I will, I will just try to be back on the racing, on the World Cup and on the podium. And after, of course, if I can win, it will be the, the best thing. But yes, for sure the win, I hope. Cool. And uh, where do you go from here, from, from Fort William? Is it back home? Yeah, after I go back home, we have a French Cup next weekend. And after yeah, a bit of time at home before to go to Lenza Ride. Excellent. And excited for the new changes that are coming in with the SO? Yeah, I think it will be really interesting and it's a new start for everybody. So it's really interesting. We will see at the first World Cup if it's good or if it's strange. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. Best of luck for the weekend and for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Millie Johnset. Canyon Collective Factory Rider. How does that sound? Amazing. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, big move for you this off-season. Um, tell me a bit about how that came about. So, obviously, last year I signed a new team as well with Common Cell, and that was a two-year deal. But end of last year, we had to shut the team down, yeah, just for different reasons. So, I was very lucky to start talking with uh, Gabe Fox and Fabian Burrell, and... And it's just kind of everything very smoothly and quickly happened from there. Excellent. And uh, how are you getting on with the new bike? Really good. I think the common style compared to the Canyon is two very different bikes. Like common style, if you fit it, it works really well. But for me, it was kind of a bit of a struggle. But now with the Canyon, it's just it was just super easy to get used to. And yeah, I think it's a good fit. Cool. And... Uh how are you adapting to Fabian's way of working? <laughs> I think it's a very 
different than what I'm used to, but I think it's also good because I've kind of been missing a bit of structure in my uh, daily life and like my training. So it's been good to yeah get that back in and yeah focus on some different stuff. Cool. And uh, where do you go from here, from Fort William? Where's ne- the next stop for you? So tomorrow I fly back to France where I'm based at the moment and then we do a French Cup next weekend and then it's kind of just a few weeks off until the first World Cup. I think everyone's going to that French Cup. I've spoke to Marine Cabarou and she said she's going there as well. I think Loris is going there. Um, how are you getting on with the track this weekend? Yesterday was kind of a struggle because uh, we were meant to ride Friday, but then obviously with the wind and everything, it was shut and I didn't get to walk to track because we were off somewhere else riding. So I was kind of lost when I was on the track, but obviously we've been here so many times before, so I kind of knew, but I was always... No, I was never 100% where I was going. So I was like, eh, kind of a bit scared. But today it's a lot better. So I think finals would be good. It's smooth, isn't it? From the deer <laughs> gate down, it's like a BMX track in places. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better. It's very different. And uh, but yeah, I kind of like the top, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm not, not the biggest <laughs> fan. It's the pit after pinball. After pinball, I just don't know. I've realized this weekend, I don't know if I'm going left or right. And I think every bit after that, it's like straight. You want to be on the left corner. You want to be on the right. And I don't know the sequence. Do you know what I mean? I don't know the lines. Yeah, I feel like when I don't know where I'm going, I just go kind of straight and let go. And it's just rough everywhere. So it's just <laughs> how less you can break, really. <laughs> and uh, what are the hopes and you know aspirations for for 2023 so last year is kind of the same situation this year like everything is brand new and i kind of want to get closer to those top five podiums every race but this year i also think it's a lot of strong juniors coming up so i think it's going to be harder but that's definitely my goal end of the year to be consistent towards the top five excellent and back here for world champs definitely now in the Doval AM Commonsal tent with the 2022 World Cup champion, Cami Balanch. How's it going? Good, and you? Yeah, having fun, having fun. I'm really enjoying myself this weekend. How are you finding the track? Really good. Like, it's crazy. They did a really good job with, like, the blower this morning, removing all the little rocks. It was like, yeah, sick. I've never seen them doing that at Fort William before. Blowing, I saw them on the track walk. They were blowing dust off. I was yeah, like, insane. Yeah. Um, is that kind of level of track preparation that you get at World Cups usually? Yeah, not even. I will say, honestly, it's even better than the World Cup. It's sick, like best condition ever. It rained yesterday evening, so the, the grip was perfect at the top. So, yeah, we're lucky. Good weather, no wind. You were second in seeding, just a, uh, an, a pigeon's lip behind um, behind Nina. How, how far was it? Uh, 0.9. And was it a good run? Yeah, it was a good run, decent run. couple of mistakes there and there, but I mean, it's kind of normal of such a long track. But I have some room for improvement, and yeah, I hope I can win a couple of seconds. But I guess she also will find a couple of seconds, so we'll see, I guess. I just want to be happy with my run and give my best, and then we will see. It must have taken a lot out of you coming back to win the series last year. Psychologically, was it hard? Um. It's just hard because it's been a super long off season. Like we finished the season in September and now we're going to start in June again. So that was the most challenging part, finding stuff to do and also like finding a good plan to train, not too early. And so, yeah, I struggled a bit lately. It was 
super hard mentally to be still motivated to train and do those interval and putting the work in. But uh, it's been amazing with the team. I have now a new technical coach and we've been improving stuff on the bike. And so that's super motivating to see that we can still yeah, improve uh, everywhere, uh, little stuff. So that's, that's been super motivated. And luckily I've been to New Zealand for a month. So that was like a bit off and, uh, yeah, but I can't wait to start now. It's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> so you came to this spot super late and you were on kind of still on a trajectory almost of climbing. You're still going up. Do you think there's still more that you can find? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cause when I look at my cornering and stuff like that, I can still improve a lot. And I feel like I've been improving still some some stuff. So I hope I can keep pushing and I'm working on it. So hopefully it works. <laughs> and 2023 is going to be probably the hardest uh, year ever to win the women's overall. There's some good good juniors coming up. Do you still think that Valley and Miriam and Nina will be your main competitors? Yeah, I think so. And it's... It's insane. Like we talked about it yesterday with my mechanic and we started to do like a list of who is going to be there next year again. And it's like more and more and more. And we're going to be even less women in final now, just then. So it's going to be a proper battle. Like we have so many good junior coming up and at least three of them. And then people that were injured like Tane and Marin and like, yeah, it's going to be insane. I think really good battle and for sure, Bali, Miriam. Um, Nina and maybe Tani and it really depends also mentally on the mentally side of what's going on so yeah I think it's going to be interesting and have you been have you had the data logging on this weekend have you been trying to get data for the bike for Worlds no we haven't actually um, we did it a couple of last training camp with uh, we have like an engineer for the suspension so when it's here we use it but otherwise no because yeah you need to analyze the data and do something with it so no, we didn't took it. It was more like we have most other stuff to to try, and it's just good to do a race before the World Cup. So we're more here like to have that race feeling, and just knowing the track again. And I think when we chat, I chatted to you um, before we recorded this the other day, um, and I think you said you're staying here for a while. Is that right? Yeah, we try to stay. I mean, it's a really long travel for the mechanic. It's two days of driving. So if you just come for the, for the BDS, uh, we don't ride so much, uh, at the BDS. So we, we don't test anything. We just try to ride fast. So that's why we wanted to, to stay. And then we have proper t- time to change stuff on the bike and just try and see how it feels. But anyway, I think the, the walker trap going to be quite different. So it's just really for us to have some knowledge. And then I think it's going to be different anyway for all champ. Cool. Well, best of luck for this weekend and for the season. Um, I, you know, as I say, I think you're still on that tra- trajectory where you're, you're going off, and I think it'll make it very interesting again at the top of the elite women's field this year. Yeah, I hope you're right. <laughs> Good luck on your run now this afternoon. Thank you. Staying in the Doval AM Commonsal tent and with Benoit Collange. How are we doing, Benoit? Pretty, pretty good, honestly. Uh, good time in the track. Yeah. So I was. I would. <laughs> I, I, my French isn't that good. I, I hope. Uh, I hope that wasn't too um, 
that was okay for the listeners when, when somebody translated that, but that's Baptiste Peron coming back into the pits. Uh, <laughs> now I've got to try and remember what I was going to ask Benoit. Um, so uh, you came past me, well, we, I was stopped on the bridge on my first run this morning trying to psych myself up to do the motorway, and you came past with a, with a flat tyre. How, how many runs have you done today? I did three runs. Yeah. yeah. And how are you finding the track? Honestly, the grip is mine. They clean all the top and it's pretty cool. So I really enjoy it. And also the ground is so packed that the, um, the rolling is so fast and it's, it's really a good time in, in the track here yet. Yeah. Cool. And how did you get on yesterday in seeding? Um, I missed a line and I, I landed on a rock and I broke my um, shin ring. So I took to the bottom and <laughs> it was like this, but like I learn like this, I prefer to do no and learn that that line is a bit shit and that's like this, yeah. <laughs> Did you snap your chain device off? Yeah, I, I I broke the chain ring, so I it was really hard and sometimes when I turn the pedal, it's blocked also the um, the chain ring and everything, so it wasn't really good, yeah. I think my teammate Mark Waitman has found your chain device because he's, he's had the, the protective bit off the bottom of, of it for his own bike. <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, he's found one on track and there can't be too many chain devices floating around. Um, so uh, you had a great, if I remember rightly, you had a great start to last season and then it kind of faded away a little bit towards the end. Is that is that pretty accurate? Uh, yeah, in the middle of the year, I crashed in Andorra, in the Rock Garden. And after that, like for the tour on in uh, US and Canada, wasn't really good. But I don't, it wasn't too bad. Uh, world champ, I was like, I was really good at the sitting run. Not my best at the, um, at the final run. And uh, Val Sol, I was like six, so it's not too bad, yeah. Where did you end up in the overall? Uh, seven. Oh, that's good. So seventh is a great place to start this 2023. Yeah, it's pretty good, honestly. I, I was really stoked of uh, my last season. Like half of the season, I was like in the top five. So it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's hard, I think, for some people that second season after they've had a kind of breakthrough year, the second season can be difficult. So it's good that you, you know, you followed it up. Uh, honestly, no, because I was really confident and I did more podiums, so it was pretty cool. And yeah, it just like, I don't know. Yeah, you have a bit more pressure because you know you can do it, but in same time, it gives you some confidence. But like, like every athlete, I think at the beginning of the season, everyone have like so much question in the head. Uh, maybe I, I, I lost my magic power to go fast and everything, but we will see. It's, I think it's the same for everyone. And uh, what are your hopes and hopes for this season? What 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 are you trying to, trying to do? What goals have you set yourself? Uh, for me, my goal is always to do better every season, and my main goal is to win a World Cup or World Championships. Like I working like in 2021, I was uh, second at the World Champ, and since this event um, I really tried to, to win one uh, race and I know I can do it because I was close few time and it's really my goal now and how how do you treat something like this weekend once you get in the start hut are you racing and going as fast as you can or are you just trying to get back into the mindset like um, is I think you're right pretty much at your maximum but in World Cup you 
you take more risk um, because like it's bigger event. You have more like yeah, it's it's bigger. So I think I, I rather than my maximum, but World Cup is one step more. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's no need for you to take big risks this weekend. It's somebody maybe who further down the field who could gain a big psychological advantage if they could get a top five here. That would be. Yeah, it's a bit a mix because you don't want to be last two, and uh, <laughs> you need to, some confidence to start the season. But we have like one more more before the beginning, and it, the goal is to be ready for the season and not before because the season will be long. So, yeah. Cool. Well, best of luck for, for the weekend and best of luck for the season. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so now we're in Trek Factory Racing and it is someone's very, very special day today, I believe. Do you think we could, do you think we could sing, sing, uh, happy birthday for Loris Verge, everyone? Are we keen for that? Three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Loris. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> thank you. It was actually just a team, so not many people, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on this weekend? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, the track is still rough. Like, we forget how rough it is. Um, yeah, uh, the speed is trying to come back, so I'm quite stoked. And the weather has been nice, so so far, so good. Really happy. Cool. I believe you had an injury, broken collarbone, was it, in the off-season? Yeah. Yeah, sadly, I broke uh, my collarbone and, yeah, had a, not a long recovery, but just the mental state was not there. Like, you think, okay, I can crash and break something quite easy, and I don't want that. So, once you pass that point, you start building up, and I'm getting there. So, yeah, that's uh, where we are now, and hopefully we'll be back fast for Lenzaride. Good season for you in 2022. Where do you end up in the overall? Um, I end up second with ups and downs, a lot of trouble, a lot of struggle and two wins. So it was quite wild. Um, definitely the craziest of them all. And the end result was really good. Overall was good. But yeah, it was a mess. Like I had a couple bad races uh i missed my first World Cup last year because of an injury and then came back and got third uh world champ so yeah really wild a lot of emotions and hopefully we can be a bit better and more consistent this year and i'm guessing the strategy for this year is to win everything uh the strategy is to get in shape get as fast as possible and we'll see but definitely that'll be insane and i'm not sure it's possible but <laughs> We'll give it a go. <laughs> and uh, I believe you're going from here to a French Cup, is that right? Yeah, next week we have a French Cup. Uh, the, my trainer was like, you should do the more races you do, the better. Because obviously, the, like I said, the state of mind and like the confidence is slowly building up. It's not there. So I need to do races and feel better and better. So Cool. Well, I think we're going to have to leave it there because the PA announcer's kicked in, as you can probably hear behind. But thank you very much for chatting to me, Loris. Best of luck for today. Thank you. See you guys. Now with in the Canyon Collective Pirelli tent with Henry Kerr. How are we doing? Good. Just struggling along. But uh, yeah, we're getting through it and then loving it every step of the way. So yeah, it's a, a brutal track, but... Yeah, the arms are taking a hit, but <laughs> once you make it to the motorway, you're sweet, so yeah. And a big move for you this season? Yeah, massive. I mean, 
been uh, was on the same team for seven years before moving to this, but um, yeah, it's been a big change and uh, everything's completely different. But I feel like I'm coping with it good and uh, learning a lot, to be honest with you. So yeah, loving it. Colin, how are you getting on with the bike? Yeah, it's a big change, to be honest, from from my old bike. Um, I've had a lot of help from Fabian and the team, and uh, luckily all the other boys have done a lot of testing on it. They know kind of a good base start, so I mean, it's been pretty good straight off the bat, but I've got a lot of work to do with it still, and um, yeah, I'm only just getting started. So um, you've just finished a degree, is that right? No, I've still got one more exam on, yeah, a week today, well, a week on Monday, sorry, so... Yeah, um, that will be my final final exam of my five year master's degree. So, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a long journey in full time education, but I'm glad to hopefully see the end of it this season. So, and has your dad pushed you onto that? To be honest, more my mum. Right. My mum's always kind of uh, been wanting me to go down that street. My dad's kind of a bit more career down the mountain biking kind of side of things. So. Uh, yeah, I, to be honest, I don't think my mum expected me to make it this far through my degree and uh, in mountain biking. So I think she'll uh, accept that I take a good few years off and I'll just do pure mountain biking and uh, chase the dream. So quick question for you. You might remember this, you might not. Glencoe, 2016, I think it was. I was doing a practice run with your dad and he was about to turn me into the jumps at the bottom. And we came down and... He said, I've got to stop here because either you or your brother had broken the wrist. Do you remember that? No, I mean, that wasn't me, but it could well, it might have been George thinking he broke his wrist. He'd have massive crashes, but he's never broken a bone yet. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's all very impressive, but. Maybe he thought he'd broken a bone. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's thought he's broken a lot of bones, but. Uh, so, yeah, he so, so your dad pulled over. And I was committed that I was going to do the jumps at the bottom. Hadn't been and looked at them. Didn't know that you had to jump from the high side left to the low side right and jump from the low side right to the high side left. Big crash, torn liver, nine days in hospital. Seriously. Oh, see, that's George uh, taking you out the game instead. Yeah, I've always wondered who it was and if they actually did break the wrist. <laughs> All the turntables turning. So well, what's, the, um, what's the aspirations for this season? Um, to be honest, this season it's a bit of a. I'm treating it like a bit of a learning learning curve. Um, obviously, finishing uni, it's been tough, and um, obviously new teams. So I'm just trying to absorb as much information as I can, and then next season will hopefully be like uh, a breakout season for me. So if I can ideally get in the top twenty and uh, look to improve on some results from last season, I'll be happy. Um, and you, you've played played a bit of a blinder with the uh, old world champs game, haven't you? Which which country are you riding for? Ireland, right now. <laughs> so you've got. Uh, could you have ridden f- for Scotland or um, be safe for Brit- Great Britain? No, no, I'm Ireland through and through now. Um, yeah, since I changed, um, I believe you're. Yeah, you can change once, and uh, I chose I chose Ireland. So <laughs> did you have? You could have been GB though. Um, yeah, I could have. Well, if I hadn't changed, yeah, yeah I yeah. could have could have been GB. But do you feel very Irish? 
reasonably, reasonably. I mean, my whole team's been Irish for the last seven years. And uh, to be honest with you, most of the national rounds are closer to me in Ireland than they are in Britain, having to drive down to Wales. So, yeah, in that in that regard, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it is what it is. And, uh, I mean, the Irish teams love it, and I love them too. So yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And you'll be, so you should be back here for Worlds in, in August. Have you been... Have you had any telemetry on this weekend? No, I've not. The plan is get through this weekend, get through my exam. Then I'm going to spend a week here with my own telemetry and try and make some work or take some steps towards Worlds. And um, and then, yeah, I'm going to get on with the World Cup season, come back, do a bit more testing riding here and then uh, see how we get on for Worlds. But that's the process I've got in mind. And just tell me a little bit about last season. What was what was your best result? Got ninth at World Champs, and then obviously crashed in the last four. I've yeah, I've been watching that that race run honestly most days through this off season. And it just uh, fires me up every day for this season. But, um, Where would you have come? Do you think fourth? I think. Yeah, that I must hurt. I know it, it did hurt at the time. I didn't care because I was riding good, but obviously with the off season being so long, it was just like looming over me, and yeah, it was just such a long distance. I'm stuck behind my computer screen studying, going on Instagram, seeing everyone race, and I'm just like, yeah, frustrating. But I know the pace is there. Um, it's just gonna take a little bit of time to find it, and. Um, yeah, a bit of confidence, but I know we'll get there eventually, so I'm not too overly fussed with it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks very much for talking to me, and have a great run this afternoon. Where, where did you come and see it in? 16th. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, pretty happy with that. Um, probably the best I could have asked for, um, considering I had an exam on the Friday, <laughs> so <laughs> my brain was pretty fried this weekend. But yeah, plans just to get through it, and I yeah, hope you have a good run too. Cool. Thank you very much. No, thank you. This might not make it into the final podcast edit. It all depends how it goes. But we're just back from race films and I just wanted to try and capture a bit of the emotion coming in. Mark, how have you done, Mark Wakeman? Uh, teammate on making up the numbers? Well, I've got second, but it's not the best result, but it's, I'm still happy with it. What was your time? Uh, 5.33. That's pretty good for a, how old are you? First year Grand Vet, 50 yeah. years old? Yeah. Um, Talk us through your run. Ooh. Well, it just felt too easy. Yeah. Didn't didn't push myself. Um, I usually scare myself, but I didn't scare myself. But could have gone harder. Three, I wish I had gone harder, but it could could have ended. Three seconds behind Alistair McLennan, who won your category. Yeah. One mistake was it? Uh, one mistake where I had to drag the bike out from under the tape, but aside from that, it was pretty good. Cool. And then I got Richard Bins. Binsy. Yeah. It's come to an end. <laughs> How many seconds have you usually got on me at Fort William? Let's have a sit down here. Let's have a sit down and chat. It's normally about 30, isn't it? Yeah. What's yeah. happened today? Don't know. <laughs> getting old, George. Yeah. You're getting faster. So I've just done a 6.31. And I did a 43. 43, 12 seconds. 42 That's... or 43, I think it was, yeah. Three, I think, Mark. <laughs> 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 I just what, so that's 13 seconds. That's quite a long time, isn't it? <laughs> um, let's go and have a chat with uh, Neil White. Where's Neil? Neil is over here. The mailman, as he said to me, is across the line. Why are you the mailman, Neil? Always deliver on time, don't I? 
Yeah, you do. Um, did it pull it out of the bag at Riola? And then, where were you in seeding at Riola? Fourth. And where did you end up? Second. Yeah, and this weekend, where were you in seeding? Fifth. And where did you end up? Second again. Yeah. So, so, First loser. So, you tell me. No, no, no. So second at Riola to Leon Rosser, yeah. who is a South Wales local, a very fast rider. Yeah. Ex-elite rider. Second at Fort William to Marcus Scott, who is ex-elite rider. Ex-World Cup rider. Ex-World Cup rider and Fort William. Specialist. Yeah. <laughs> so you've done well this week, haven't you? Are you happy? Yeah, really pleased. To get two seconds at a national uh, start of the season, can't go bad, can't go wrong. So you will be leading the veterans category now? Yep, yep. And what's the plan? Like for... last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll all crumble in the final few races, won't it? Uh, Listy will get you. <laughs> Listy's off the pace. Listy's off yeah, the pace, off yeah. The... Well, he was off the bike at Ryola. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's our other teammate, Dave List, who's also a vet and Neil's biggest competitor here. But you, So you're coming into round three, you'll be leading the series. Can you drop a round? Uh, I am, because I'm going to Euros. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you'll miss Glencore. Can't see Listy coming up here for that one. So, Listy's oh. finished. He's finished. Well. Well, that's the banter. That's what it's a bit like in our pit. Um, and, yeah, we'll call it there. Phoebe Gale, yeah. first proper elite race, was that? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. And how did it go? Uh, really good, yeah. I'm happy with that. Uh, really productive weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, got a good few laps in. Bike's feeling good now. So, yeah, come away pretty, feeling pretty good. Cool. Where did you end up in the overall? Uh, fifth, I think, today. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's yeah. a great start to your elite career because it's a stacked field here. Are you looking forward to getting going? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, been quite a long time now since I've raised the proper World Cup. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, and Lenzhide's pretty close now. So a couple more weeks and we'll be, we'll be good. Yeah. You got any more races before then? No, no more races. So next race is World Cup. Yeah. Cool. And uh, is, are you back riding with Tarni? Uh, yeah, back riding with Tani. She's back laughing. Um, looking forward to riding with her again. Um, she's she's busy at the moment, but uh, yeah, sure I'll get some more laps in before the World Cup. Cool. And what are your what's a realistic ambition for you for this season? Uh, I'm just making sure I'm enjoying riding my bike, enjoying what's going on, uh, learning loads still. The way I've been doing it for some of my third year in World Cup circuit now, so still learning loads and yeah, just enjoying it. We'll see how the season goes. I think by by the middle of the season we'll probably know where we're at and like results wise, but I mean be happy to ride and bike to be honest, see where we are. And if you took your times from last year, have you compared them to elites? Um in junior I was comparing times, yeah, yeah to elites. By by the end of the season last year we were comparing to elite to elites, but uh, yeah, yeah. Real deal now. Cool. And where would you have where would you have come in elite? Last year, uh got a couple got a couple of fourths last year, I think. Yeah. Which I was pretty happy with. Um but yeah, we'll see how this year goes. I think there's a lot more girls back now from injury and uh, really stuck the field down. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Cool. Well, have a great season and well done on today. Nice one. Thank you very much. Last person I'm going to speak to this weekend um, because there's a the delay in the timing at the moment and um, riders are, the elite riders are stuck at the top of the hill, the elite men, is Nina Hoffman. And we're in the back of the syndicate bus here. It's nice and quiet. Uh, congratulations. How did that feel? Uh, thank you very much. Um, I'm pretty happy about this win because I had a little lay down in the first turn, so I wasn't expecting that. So I, I crashed back on the bike pretty quick, actually, um, and then I was still fighting for a good time, um, thinking about, imagine, be a World Cup, semi-final, etc. Yeah. <laughs> um, expecting, like, maybe I can do a top three or, like, at least top five, and I came down and had fastest time, and I was like, 
what? That is very, very impressive if you've yeah. had a lie down there. So what, and you were, was it 5.15? 5.10? Yeah, 5.10 and was. 5.10 yeah. with a lie down. That's yeah. very, very impressive indeed. What is it about this track that, that you know, you're in, you've won your last three races here now. What is it about this track that you like? Um, I don't know. I, I just like coming here and the vibe and everything. And then all these rocks. I just love the rocks and all the steps and, don't know, going going over them and getting your line right and make the bike work mint is just amazing. It gives me good flow <laughs> excellent and so uh is it second year on the syndicate this year or th- yeah. yeah second year on the syndicate um you must be trying to kind of the, the tr- there's a bit of a kind of triumvirate at the top of this sport uh, with last season with miriam valley and um, cam um you'll be trying to break into that this season i imagine yeah i definitely want to um i definitely want to take another win um somewhere <laughs> somewhere yeah. um we will see we're working hard like we're working pretty good been in new zealand the winter testing the new bike um work with my mechanic ethan is amazing at the moment and um makes me feeling pretty good and confident going into the season cool. and uh talking of the new bike uh tell us a bit about it amazing <laughs> <laughs> how's it different to the old one it is still a V10, so it's not too different. It works the same way, but it's just slightly better in many directions. A bit smoother, you got a bit more grip. Um, it just makes you feel a bit more confident. So I did like, I did a gap today, which I probably would have not done on the old bike just because of feeling confident on it. And, um, yeah, it makes things easier. It makes your riding easier and less stressful or like less effortful, <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. Cool. You must have had a good winter. Oh, yeah. Winter been amazing being in New Zealand, Australia getting loads of time on the bike which i never had before so that was a big change for me um and a good change and yeah and uh last season i think um i think we talked about on the pod if i remember correctly there, there was noticeably a difference in your riding since you joined the syndicate how much have you been working with Petey and and you know progressing that um yeah so pd is always giving good feedback um beside the track and helping me a lot but there's also another person behind the <laughs> behind the scene which is a skills coach at my home fred abu he's called and he helped me a lot with my technique with my riding technique and like he joined like i joined with him at the same time when joining a syndicate so um since then i was working on my technique and this is why probably my riding looks a little bit different to two years ago and we're still working together and getting it more and more better <laughs> cool and you must be really excited for world champs here yes i am <laughs> <laughs> how does that feel though because like um maybe you've not been the favorite before would you, you you'd have to come into this being the favorite <laughs> I don't care who I am and <laughs> who I'm going to be seen by someone. I just uh, want to enjoy this weekend here um, in August and having a good time. And then we'll see what's going to happen. Um, I'm feeling confident on track. I like the track and I like my bike on this track. And then I can go fast, but don't know what everybody else is doing. So we'll see. And were you the first ever German World Cup winner? Um, not as been Regina Stiefel back 25 years ago or right. something like in the 90s. Um, she won a World Cup, but yeah. And has there been a German world champion? I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Sounds nice, yeah, but we will see. We will see. Excellent. Well, best luck for the season. And um, I'm hoping to be up here for Worlds. So maybe I'll, I'm, I'm going to come for the first few days, I think, because that's the best opportunity to chat to people. Yeah. But I'll catch up with you then. Cool. Sounds great. Excellent. Thank you, Nina. Thank you.
That brings this episode of the podcast to a close. Thank you very much to the sponsors of the show, Hope Technology, JTEC Suspension, Revolution Bike Park, Ride Southern Spain, Schwalbe, and SingletrackWorld.com. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and I very much hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Mammoth Production for Making Up the Numbers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.